William Jones. For your crime of a cruel and unusual catalogue of murders going back over 20 years, I sentence you to the most severe penalty that the Crown permits. No, please. I've got a child. Yvonne, you don't Yvonne. Silence. Your Honour, if I may be allowed to speak. Keep it short, Counsel. My client has committed horrific acts. I don't deny that. But what is at stake here? Not just the life of my client, but the notion of a civilised society. Are we not worse than the criminals we punish if we allow ourselves... Silence! Thank you, Counsel. Mr. Williams, despite the histrionic bleating of your lawyer, I have no choice but to sentence you to a lunch with Daniel Ratcliffe. <gasps> In a pizza hut of your choice, goodbye. No, not Daniel Ratcliffe. Please, anyone, anyone else. Rupert Grint, even. Janice Deepwater. Take him away. Your Honour, I plead, reduce the sentence to death. Put him on a 24-hour suicide watch until the day of the lunch. Please! Welcome to Leonard's Luxury Leather Lounge. Today only, a free belt with every pelt. Also, customers have brought to attention that a cow is in the shop. It is not part of a promotion, just a cow browsing. Just to let you know that we're well aware that there are now three cows in the shop. Just keep ignoring them and remember that this weekend we're putting on a free interactive lecture, Love Making in Leather Trousers, Saturday at 3pm. Bring talc and lots of it. Oh, I'm worried about my dad. He's getting old. I think he might have just tipped into the end game. Oh, oh your poor dad. Is he not looking after himself? No. No, that's just it. He started wearing a suit and tie every single day, even when he doesn't leave the house. Oh, no, God. I mean, he, he hasn't worked for 15 years, for Christ's sake. It's not as if he goes to church or smart events or anything. Well, that's it, then. I mean, he's entered the winter of his life. I mean, I knew he'd start wearing a suit and tie every single day at some point, but it just seems too early. It's like he's given up. Yeah, but he can't control it. I mean, he's old. It's all part of the normal ageing process, like voting Tory or sitting on a train without any form of entertainment. It's how men die. Yeah, you're right, I know. How are your folks getting on? Well, a friend of mine saw them the other day. That they'd gone to the seafront and bought a picnic. Oh, well, that's something. They didn't leave the car the whole time. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It wasn't raining or anything. My friend said it was balmy. <laughs> and, oh, sorry, it's, last time I was home, Mum was wearing a brooch. I mean, I wouldn't even know where you get a brooch. Yeah, they just know. <laughs> they know when it's time and they know where to get a brooch. <laughs> Do you think someone tells you? Will we just get a letter? I think it's just an Welcome to Sally and Gregory's Airport Shuttle Bus, shuttling you from the car park to Terminal B. We like to say that you start the holiday experience right here on the shuttle, which is why the atmosphere in the coach is so hot and humid. That and the fact that the heaters are stuck on full blow. Normally Sally's here to absorb most of the blast, but she's not with us today. Anyway, good practice for whatever clammy hellhole you're flying to. What's wrong with Margate, I say? Oh, I'm sorry. Dates can turn into interrogations if you're not careful, can't they? Um, we have ways of making you talk. <laughs> sorry. Don't worry, it's, it's natural to want to ask people questions when you don't know anything about them. And there's no skeletons in my closet, just shirts, jumpers and loads of back issues of total carp. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, what do you do? I'm a saxophonist. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Can you play Baker Street? No. Oh, you know. Um, yes, I. Yes. Yeah, I know it. I, I just can't play it. <laughs> Surely it's the first thing you learn. I have tried to learn it, but I just can't. Well, you, can, you can't be much of a saxophonist then. I trained at the Royal Academy of Music. I'm very good. What grade did you get? Oh, well, I actually failed the final exam, which for saxophonists is playing Baker Street. I'm sorry. I, like, I know we've just met, but I, it's not going to work out between us. What's the matter? I thought it was going so well. Yeah, it's just this, it's the Baker Street thing. It's just giving me the creeps. Please, I tried to learn it. Look, I actually don't feel safe. I'm going to go. I, I can play Careless Whisper. Yeah, just stop embarrassing yourself, OK? Peggy. No, let go. Please. Stop it. Hey folks, uh, tonight we're joined by top saxophonist David Stafford, so if uh, you got any requests, just let him know. No, no, <laughs> I, I don't really do requests, please. Baker Street! No requests, sorry. Baker Street! Sorry, I can't play Baker Street. You're a saxophonist, but you can't even play Baker Street! Yeah, what do you think that thing is, a bassoon? You're a disgrace, get out! Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can play something by madness. You disgust me! No, like, I'll try and do it in my mouth. What a pathetic... Okay, folks, okay, folks, so we're gonna take five. Welcome to Sally and Gregory's Airport Shuttle Bus. I apologise for my joke earlier. When I claimed to be suffering from a terminal illness, what I meant was I absolutely love shuttling people between terminals. For those asking where Sally is, I don't know, OK? It's not much of a send-off for Dad, is it, Mum? We've over-ordered on the sandwiches and we ordered three sandwiches. I suppose not, love. Your father wasn't at all good at keeping in touch with friends. He was a quiet man and brutally dull. He wasn't even that good at keeping in touch with me. Him and his bloody cryptic crossword. Oh, don't start, love, not today. I hardly knew the man, Mum. Ever since I can remember, he was sat in his armchair trying to do the cryptic crossword. Oh, it's too late now, love. Move on, like me. I'm imagining we're at the wake of a gerbil we happen to call Dad. No, Mum. I've been thinking. Perhaps the only way I'll ever understand my father is if I understand his love of cryptic crosswords. I'm going to learn. Oh, don't do it. He didn't love them. They tormented him. He was shit at it. Never got a single clue. But why? Oh, cryptic crosswords aren't for the likes of us. Please don't waste your life as well. Like your father and his father and his father's father. And my father and his father and his father's father. I'm sorry, Mum. This is something I have to do. And I know just the man to teach me. Sam? Sam, come back. Sam! Sarge, Chris Packham stolen a lollipop lady's lollipop and he's licking it and shouting, the sweetest taboo. I've scrambled the SWAT team. Professor Appleby? Samantha, my brightest student, it's been years. What became of your mad girl? A barrister, a parliamentarian, presenter, and spring watcher? I sell bolognese out of a van. More power to your elbow. <laughs> And here you are doing the cryptic crossword just like you always would as we fold into your lectures. In fact, that's why I've come to find you here. Please, 
you teach me how to do them? Dear heart, I don't have long. The doctors have told me that I might not make it to the end of the day. I have an acute case of lecturer's brow. What's that? Years of brow furrowing whilst thinking have led to a build-up of pressure in my mind. I don't have any blood above my neck anymore. It's only a matter of time before my brain collapses and comes out of my ears. Oh, I'm sorry, I-, I shouldn't have come. No, no, you've given me the perfect opportunity to unburden my conscience. I've got something to tell you, but you must keep it a secret. If not, they'll kill you. Well, what is it? Cryptic crosswords. They aren't what they seem. But you've almost finished this one. Look closer. What's my answer for one across? Uh, Leslie. My name. Coincidence? Look at two across. Uh, Leslie. I just write my name over and over. Six down? Uh, Leslie hyphen Leslie Les. <laughs> my father wasted his life trying to solve these clues, and you're telling me they're gibberish. Sam, you have to understand the crossword is just the tip of the iceberg. A cruel trick perpetuated by... Them. Who do you mean? Look at this. Ulysses, your favourite book. Look inside. <sighs> Quaid looked out across the red sand. Was this real or just a dream? Either way, he was still mostly thinking about the mutant with three boobs, to be fair. <laughs> Hang on, this sounds like... A novelisation of Total Recall, yes. Once you get past the first 30 pages of any classic book, they all turn into different stories set within the Total Recall universe. Well, what about Oliver Twist? On page 31, Oliver takes off his shirt and he has three boobs. That's the twist. Culture, as you know it, is all a hoax. A tool to keep the proletariat down. But this can't be true. You used to talk so poetically about your love of opera. <laughs> Opera, go to the Royal Opera House and you'll see. Everyone sits down and the opera will start. The singers and orchestra busk something for ten minutes to keep up the pretense and then at the end of the first scene, all the musicians and singers go home and they wheel out a widescreen telly. If it's an Italian opera, they show old episodes of Match of the Day. If it's German, they show Total Recall. But what about all the famous opera arias? That's just music taken from car adverts. If you translate the Italian, they're mostly about the Fiat Punto. How do you explain Pavarotti? Gary Lineker in a fat suit. You bastard! I'm sorry, Sam. It's just the way things are. There's no point fighting you. It's ruined my father's life. Someone's got to pay. (laughs) Goodbye, Sam. I'm sorry I never got to taste your spaghetti bolognese. No, don't die. I need to know more. Here, take this. It's a tape membership card. Go to the members-only cafe at the top of the tape modern. Get on the roof. That's where you'll find him, the mastermind behind all of this. Who? Tell me who it is. Melvin. Bragg. Goodbye. I followed my brow for the final time. Please scoop up my brain and send it to my wife. Professor Appleby! Welcome to Sally and Gregory's Airport Shuttle Bus. You may have noticed that we just sailed past Terminal B and have now gone on the motorway. The reason for that is I've just got a text from Sally saying she's leaving me for a deep sea welder and I just need to keep shuttling for a while until I clear my head. Welcome to Leonard's Luxury Leather Lounge. Staff announcement, there's more of them and they've breached the cattle grid. They've breached the cattle grid. Customer announcement, the real question is not can you afford one, but can you afford to live without an Italian hand-stitched leather grape holder? Staff announcement, they're in here now. Oh, dear Lord, it's eyes. It's eyes. (laughs) Oh, thanks for a perfect evening. I'm glad we could see each other again after I ran out on our last date. I, I think I just needed to come to terms with the Baker Street thing. Don't worry about it. It's all behind us. Uh, oh, this is my stop. Um, uh, I don't know how to say this. Do you want to come back to mine? Uh, uh, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, 
This is Baker Street. Oh, I see. Baker Street. What's wrong? You couldn't resist, could you, bringing me here to remind me that I'm the world's only saxophonist who can't play Baker Street and that you think I'm pathetic. No, it's because we need to change at Baker Street to get onto the Bakerloo line. Stop saying Baker. Look, I don't care that you can't play Baker Street. I've accepted that if me and you are going to make a go of it, I'll have to be content listening to Baker Street on CD. You say you've accepted it, but I can see the truth in your eyes. I don't blame you. You deserve better. No, really. What kind of saxophonist can't play Baker Street? It's like being a tuba player and not being able to play from 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 Don't spoil a nice evening. It's too late. What kind of future have we got? Our, our marriage will be a tissue of lies, and a tissue of lies is like any tissue. Eventually, you'll want to throw it away. Oh, me. <laughs> I found my way down to Baker Street for the last time. I'm going to jump in front of the next train. No. Goodbye. No. <laughs> No, you're in the bowels of Baker Street Station. You fell through a secret trapdoor under the tracks, and you landed in my subterranean home. Who are you? Do you not recognize me? Paul Simon. No, my foolish child. I am Jerry Rafferty. But I thought you were Scottish. The music industry changes people. And dead. No, I faked my death. Now I haunt Baker Street Station like the Phantom of the Opera, if you had a string of hits in the late 70s. But why? When you write a song like Baker Street, Sure, it's good at first. Cars, women, women in cars, women who look like cars. But how do you think it feels when, 20 years down the road, no one wants to listen to your new single, the Rafferty Rap, and all they want is Baker Street? I guess it hurts. It hurts bad, Mama. And how do you think it feels when you try and set up a restaurant chain, Rafferty's Ribs, but in all the meetings, all the investors just want me to play Baker Street, so I end up dropping the whole idea. I'm thinking it's smart. It's smart so bad, Papa. I had to get away. I know that you wish you could play that solo yourself, my beautiful, beautiful, soft child. But maybe your inability to do so is a gift. Go back to your girlfriend. Live your life. How do you know so much about me? Drones. Drones? Drones. Drones? Drones! I used my royalties from Baker Street to fund a huge army of drones. I followed you since you first picked up a saxophone and made a total hash of the solo. So can you tell me why I can't play it? Rare bone condition, lounge musicosis. Your spinal column can't withstand the majesty of the swooping riff. Can you teach me? Haven't you understood anything I've said? There's a woman up there who's grieving for you and currently adding some credit onto her oyster card. I don't care about that. Teach me, I beg you. If you insist, I can teach you to play Baker Street once. But the damage the soaring vibe will do to your spine will cost you your life. I'll do it. As you wish. It feels like I'm doing a deal with the devil. No, you're doing a deal with Jerry Rafferty. Sarge, Chris Packham has scaled Big Ben. We're going to need lots of dogs. Melvin! Melvin! Where are you? You are right? Melvin Bragg. How do something, sir? How do you know who I am? We have eyes everywhere. I know all about you. Okay, I want answers. I think you already know everything. High culture. It's in real. It's all made up by me. How? On in our time. My weekly culture show. At the end of every episode when I say next we'll be discussing Pliny the Second Youngest or whatever. That's just a name I make up on the spot. I just improvise it. And then Simon Sharma and Ellen Yentop have a week to write up a fake bag and cast some actors to play academics. None of it's real. But why? People need something to aspire to. If the public knew that the powers that be are just the same as them, 
Inbuilt tomato masher, 40 liter parmesan tank. It's beautiful. With a license to sell bolognese here outside the Tate Modern to all the baffled and angry people streaming out through the doors. It's a gold mine and it's yours. If you promise to keep Britain's secret. You, you can't buy me off. Are you sure? It's got a high pressure mince hole. No, Bragg! Very well. In which case, I shall have to kill you. You have two choices. Chucked off the roof of the Tate Modern. Before I let Jeanette Winderson out of this cage and she eats you feet first. What the hell's that? Is that Mark Lawson in a helicopter? Ringo! Quickly, Sam! Take my hand! Cultural commentator Mark Lawson! Ex-cultural commentator, now renegade and full-time badass. Thank you, Mark Lawson. Thank God for Mark Lawson. Don't worry, Sam. You're safe now. But we haven't got much time. I'd go for burp every time you orgasm. <laughs> no way! I'd definitely go for orgasm every time you burp. Classic. Would you rather? <laughs> Love it. Okay, I've got a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. Would you take these odds? You've got a ten percent chance of becoming a billionaire, but there's a ninety percent chance you'll be crucified. Uh, a tricky one, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a no for me. Yeah, of course not. Rubbish one, right? <laughs> oh, right. So you definitely wouldn't. No, obviously not. Yeah, obviously. Sorry, have you actually agreed to that? No, of course not. Qu quite good odds, though. This isn't to do with that creepy billionaire you've been hanging out with. No, and he's not creepy, he's just softly spoken. I don't think anything's worth a 90% chance you'll be crucified. Yeah, 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 obviously. Shit! <laughs> I need to go. Um, I need to make a couple of phone calls and book a plane ticket. Welcome to Sally and Gregory's Airport Shuttle Bus. For those of you wondering, the doors are sealed shut. And yes, that was the Angel of the North on the right. I'm shuttling us to Aberdeen. It's a world first. Excuse me, sir. Is there a problem? You're not allowed to eat your pizza at the buffet. You're supposed to go back to your seat. I'm waiting for a fresh one. You said that half an hour ago. There's been two fresh ones since then. I'm holding out for a goat's cheese and artichoke. You realise this is a pizza hut? Please go back to your misery booth. You don't understand. I'm having lunch with Daniel Radcliffe. He's here. Oh, crap. Dave, uh, I've suddenly fallen ill. I'm going home. Oh, no, he's coming. I'm going to do myself in. Hi. Did you know that between takes, the cast would actually play a sort of version of Quidditch? Oh, <laughs> God. Damn these blood pizza cutters. They won't go through a stuffed crust, let alone my fat throat. Emma Watson was the best. Yeah. I always liked being on her team. Oh, God. Very friendly. So dull. I tell you who cheats, though. Please. Dobby. Oh, I wish you were Why did you save me, Mark Lawson? Ever since they sacked me from front row, I've sworn revenge against all of them. Why not just take out Bragg? Melvin Bragg isn't the big cheese here. He just likes to think he is. That's why I've brought you here. To put him on, Jay? No. I just always like to have a tuna baguette before doing anything dangerous. Our real destination is a cave beneath the Royal Albert Hall next door. Through here. 
This ventilation shaft will take us to the nest. The nest? Yes, that's right. The nest. Whose nest? For years, people thought the establishment was made up of the children of rich families who go to public schools and then go on to fill the country's top positions. Yes. It's not true. Here we are. The nest. This is where they're birthed. Birthed? By who? By that. Oh, God. People think Queen Elizabeth is at the top of the tree. Not so. That 20-foot-long tube of groaning, quivering muscle and tentacle down there is our real queen. See that hole at the end? That orifice has burst the whole of the British establishment. Oh, it smells so gross. Quiet, she'll hear you. I think she's giving birth to something. Yes. See that little pink blob being licked clean by a pack of feral corgis? Uh, I see, I see. One day that child will be the head of the Arts Council. Oh, so much mucus. I'm going to chuck a grenade in its mouth right after I've given it a piece of my mind. Hey, you! Hey, you, you monstrosity! Time to die! I don't want to die, please. I just wanted to understand my dad's life. Come to me, Samantha. You don't have to die here. You could be of use to me. You're going. Why would I do that? Forget about the Bolognese van, Sam. What would you say to a whole chain of Bolognese restaurants? What? Think about it, Sam. Leonard's Luxury Leather Lounge. The cows have blocked the exit and issued their demands. They want a handbag, a satchel, and a leather sofa, all made of human hide. If anyone wants to come forward, please come to the information desk. Welcome to Sally and Gregory's Airport Shuttle Bus. Some of you have been shouting the word Aberdeen quite a lot. What's in Aberdeen? What are we going to do in Aberdeen? Well, Aberdeen's a wonderful place. Lots to see, the granite buildings, the winter gardens, and the house where Sally is shucked up with her Scottish fancy man. Sally, why? Can a 3.10 and 90-seat coach or outside terminal be without breaking a sweat? I very much doubt it. You're ready, my child. My sweet, soft, smooth child to finally play the solo from Baker Street. Thank you, Jerry. You've been like a father to me. And you have been like a father to me. Now, are you sure you want to go through with this? Yes. Out there in the auditorium, I've assembled everyone who's ever been disappointed in me or laughed at me or sneered in my face because I can't play Baker Street. I'm going to go out there and show them that I bloody well can. Hi, guys. You made it. Of course I did. I wouldn't miss you finally playing Baker Street. You're going to be so proud of me. Did he tell you about what will happen when he plays the solo? No. What do you mean? Be quiet, Jerry. I promised him I wouldn't tell you, but I am a terrible tittle-tattle. As soon as he's played the solo, his spine will shatter like the top of a creme brulee. No. This is true. I'm sorry. I love you, but I suspect I'm going to love playing Baker Street more. Hi, everyone. You all thought I couldn't do it. You all laughed at me and taunted me and called me a saxophony. Well, shove this in your ears. 
<laughs> you really nailed it. The riff was bloody magnificent. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye, my darling. Wait, I have an idea. Jerry, what is it? Rafferty's Rambles, a daytime TV show. It's me and Claire Balding. We go on walks together in the Peak District and we interview celebrities. What do you think? It's quite weak and everyone thinks you're dead. Good point. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Welcome to Leonard's Luxury Leather Lounge. All hope is lost. It's every cow and man for himself. They've already turned the duty manager into a rubbish backpack. Their stitching is woeful. Stitching with a hoof is a total fool's errand. Oh, here they come. No, no. I'm sorry I said that about your hoofs. It's stitching. Peter, help me. Just checking you're not a really crap zoo. No, definitely a pet shop. Great. I'm looking for a griffin or a push, a lion-headed snake. Sorry, did you say griffin? Yep. Body, tail and back legs of a lion, head and wings of an eagle. Okay, I can do you a gerbil. Gerbil. A cross between a German shepherd and a bull. Sounds a bit sick, but I'll take five. No, a gerbil. It's got the body, tail and back legs of a gerbil and also the head and front legs of a gerbil. It says outside that this is the pet shop where, and I quote, we do things your way. Yeah, what we mean by that is that we can deliver hay or cat litter at a time of your convenience. So you can't make me a serpent with a fearsome lion head? No. You haven't got any serpents at all? We don't really call them serpents. What happened to we do things your way? Oh, listen, I can sell you a rabbit and a hawk and it's up to you what you do with them. All right, I'll take one of each. Also, can I have a bag of bats and a one of those punnets of field mice? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Welcome to Sally and Gregory's Airport Shuttle Bus. You think I'm a nice guy, right? Kind, loving, willing to spend 14-hour shifts shuttling people back and forth to build a life for me and Sally. Best day of my life, shuttling her down that aisle, and now she's shuttled off with someone else. There's nothing for it. I'm shuttling us into the sea. Time to shuttle off this mortal coil. Shuffle bye! Here we are, two frothy coffees to go. Ah, thank you. Oh, my God, look over there. That table in the corner, isn't that Samantha Winchester? The mysterious bolognese oligarch. God, you're right, I think it is. I'm going to go and say hi. I eat her bolognese by the pint. Everyone does. But, hey, wait, let's let her have a day off, right? Leave her in peace. You know, she's just sitting there, having her coffee, doing the cryptic crossword. You know, I've never been able to do those things. <laughs> Me neither. And look, she's, she's reading Ulysses. Wow, she's amazing. I bet she loves opera too. Yeah, I can't make head nor tail of it. But then, guess that's why she's a billionaire and we're not. <laughs> Come on, let's finish our frothy coffee and go back to our soap packing factory in the mine shaft where we belong. Oh, I'd like to pick up one of those celebrity magazines on the way. Oh, really? They can tell me my opinions about it. I'm going to watch some Formula One on my phone. Small Scenes starred Daniel Rigby, Jessica Ransom, Carrie Ad Lloyd, Henry Packer and Mike Wozniak. It was written by Benjamin Partridge, Mike Wozniak and Henry Packer, with additional material by the cast and was produced by Simon Mayhew Archer. It was a BBC comedy production.